Greetings, travelers, and welcome to the Dran Modras podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Mike as we revisit Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Also, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share as it does help the channel grow. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Drone Modros Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to be talking about Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. We just finished watching it. And Mike, does it hold up? This one has a little bit of a age to it that's right. noticeable, where New Hope, I think, uh-huh. the story drives it and distracts you more. In my opinion, I believe it does hold up. And it is very much a middle movie. <laughs> In between a trilogy. Yeah, and people aren't going to like you know? the idea that I'm saying that. It's no, a, it's listen, one of it's fine. the favorites of a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it built upon the universe. It built it built on the relationships. Like we said, uh, we were talking before about Leia and Han's relationship. We have that great dynamic between the two. You you uh, use the word regal. Right. Which is a great way to describe it. There's a regal her. wall and like Han Solo is just chipping away at it and, and you yeah, know Yeah, with this charisma. He know he, he loves her. Right. And she loves him, you know. Yeah, so and he great. knows he could just poke at that and be like, Come <laughs> yeah. on. Come yeah, on. You know you love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And you know, we have obviously the epic Hoth battle. Now, I think it still looks good. I know the you had a little bit of a complaint with the AT-ATs. Well, just there's this moment where you clearly hear this, the pilots who are flying the speeders say that the armor is too powerful to penetrate. Right. I know what so you're talking about. So they use the harpoon <laughs> with the tow cable, and they basically tie the rope around it. It falls. And the legs right, can't move. It falls down. And they make one shot at this thing, and it explodes. Yeah, I know. Like that's it, pretty funny. It hits the perfect self-destruct point right. somehow. And I, Bozo, and I don't know if that's maybe because the shield is off. or something. They don't really No, they don't explain that. Now, that was a little bit of a, of a, I don't want to say a plot hole, but that was like, wait a minute, you just said they couldn't penetrate its armor. It's almost <laughs> like they had spent the money to do an explosion, and they were not about to say, well, yeah. Yeah. we got to do it. Yeah, we, we shot it. You got to yeah. put it in there. Yeah, it's still really cool, obviously, and and we have the snowspeeder, which you said is your favorite vehicle, right? Yeah, it's it's got such unique style to it. Even the sound, mm-hmm. the way it it kind of flies, it has like yeah. those little flaps on either side. Yeah, I, a, no, go ahead. Uh, uh, I I forever associate Hoth with Star Wars. Shadows of the Empire, Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I mean, always. It's, it's an iconic <laughs> location. There's yeah. no other movie has the right. the hoth area with the snow yeah and that game was like the first time we ever got to really interact within it in a 3d you know game yeah it was such a an amazing achievement that game it was so really cool just a great star wars well, game and the atsts were also introduced oh yeah but again the visual effects are a little lacking, but it's expected. I mean, the movie was made way back then, so you do. Right. Of course, you, do so you get have a to couple that. moments that are sort of like, well, that's definitely green screen, or you yeah. Know, so it's easy for me to pick it out, being like a filmmaker and someone who understands how this stuff is done. You kind but of you have to appreciate. I mean, it's, I it's still appreciate it because it drives the story, and it came out in 1980. So I mean, in 1980, I mean, that is a 
gorgeous looking movie. Oh, at and the a time, technical it must have, feet. It must have dropped Jaws oh, to the yeah. floor in the theaters. And I wish I was one of those people at the time who could appreciate it that way. Because now, right. growing up in a different era of uh, computer generated, you know, effects and stuff like that, it I lose it a bit. Interesting, really. Okay, I, I personally think it's it's a gr- I think it's a great film, and I. I, I appreciate, I'm not saying you don't, but I do like to see the stop motion look. It's why I love seeing Ray Harryhausen movies with like, you know, the, the Sinbad movie. Oh, sure. You know, all those, the seventh voyage of Sinbad and King Kong. I like that look. Well, you know, then, has an you know, aesthetic then it's just I like. not, it's not for me. I think right. I try to take my, my mind off of that focus and stay within the story, but I struggle more with this movie than I do, let's say with New Hope. There's something about this movie that just yeah I agree it's, it's in my face a it's lot more. It's funny because I I didn't notice stuff like that in a no in a New Hope as much. It's very interesting. Maybe maybe they weren't trying to have such crazy effects. I mean, aside from Lucas's edits, right, <laughs> which are very jarring. Right. The only <laughs> moment where you recognize the age is I think the lightsaber moments where right. like Luke turns it on. There's a bit of a a jump or kind right, of a, a right. change and obviously the lightsaber doesn't look as blue and yeah you know the battle with uh obi-wan and darth vader at the end sure sure you know that is a little clunky and okay you know slow compared to i have to admit the moment when vader fights luke in yeah. uh oh, at the empire end. is it's a still a great, great battle. battle phenomenal it's aggressive and i know i'm just not a fan of the scene when he vader starts Moving all the things and tossing them at him with his with telekinetic power, <laughs> and Lucas is like, "Oh, oh, oh ow! <laughs> you totally hurt me." <laughs> it it does. didn't feel the impact, right? And then he gets pulled out the window. That was cool though, when it sucks him out, right? And then you you don't see the thing I love is they don't show you all of those bad moments. They skip past, you know, like he flies out the window. They don't show you the fall. The only moment they show the fall that I think they probably could have left out was. He cuts his arm off and tells him the iconic moment of, obviously, I'm your father. And he drops and there's this weird, you know, green screen spin that, you know, (laughs) somehow he gets sucked into one tube that's completely not down. I I don't even know what it is. Is it a garbage shoot? And not for nothing. I mean, this is going to, I know this already gets you angry, but seeing how the lightsaber gets knocked out of his hand, well, obviously, because his hand gets chopped off, how Maz Kanata. Got that lightsaber. Is, yeah, and Force Awakens. is so ridiculous. Uh, and I, I really like Force Awakens. I know you have mixed feelings about it. But, my God, that is something I really hope they address because that is really absurd. I don't, I don't, I hope they do too, but I don't think they will. I don't think they will Because she even either. establishes, she's like, a story, great story for, for another, another time. time. Because I found a hand with a lightsaber <laughs> still attached, decided to take it. Turns out it's the iconic lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd keep it. <laughs> no, I know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But the the characters are really. It's a tight screenplay. It really is. It's it a is tight again. Screenplay. You never feel like there's a slow moment in that movie. Even at the Dagobah moment when Luke is learning the ways of the oh, Jedi. Yoda. Yoda's lessons still hold still up. Still hold up. And I I get choked up when he talks about you know. Do or do not. There is only you know, there is no there is try. No try. It's yeah, just, and the the it hits even the core some of the you. stuff he has. I mean, the comedy's still funny too. It still oh, holds up. Concentrate. To me. Yeah, he's he's like teaching him how to focus his mind and still use his body and strength in both sides. Yeah. And and Boba Fett, don't forget. 
Oh, is makes the first appearance, which right. is amazing. Now it's that's dark. a Mandalorian. I'm sorry, folks. Right. And ruthless. And that's a great point that you make because watching the Mandalorian, all of my Boba Fett, you know, bounty hunter stuff comes from that. Yes. Seeing Mandalorian, it it shatters everything I it's thought weird. I knew about that personality or about the personality that of that world the right? bounty hunting world like it just I thought it was way darker yeah it doesn't fit in my opinion first off how cool do they look you have dengar bosk ig88 up on that scene and it, it seems like these guys are going to destroy <sighs> him yes like like he found brutal. the worst of the worst the scum you know what i mean right and he goes to boba fett and he's like no disintegrations yes like, i've know. told you how many times and you've done it right and i got nothing that one line already adds character right there yeah and he gives him almost like all right (laughs) as you wish yeah (laughs) you know so i I love that i really do yeah boba's character is great and there was another moment that you picked out that i didn't even notice in the movie which was when luke comes right we're in bespin right right, cloud city we're gonna be jumping a little bit a little bit just because we were excited to see certain moments right for this movie i have to admit Rob and I have seen this so many so times. Many times. Countless. We enjoyed watching it. Obviously, the update watching it on Disney Plus is yeah, beautiful in 4K. Yeah, really great. But there's only iconic moments that get, you know, my toes are clapping <laughs> and my butthole excited. <laughs> because I've seen it so many times. So the moment that I never noticed, which was really cool and surprising, was it's so subtle. Luke's coming to rescue them and he pulls his blaster out of the holster yeah and boba turns slightly he hears and it hears it and then keeps walking right and i never noticed that it's even so though quick. boba later right after luke chases them he does shoot at he's him. waiting for him but i didn't notice that as a moment at all that's why he knows it was so good and oh. so subtle and goes to show you how how well trained and how attuned right that's what i mean boba it's a great is. character point he knew that for sound boba. he knew that sound so well right that nothing gets by him. Phenomenal. He's always on point with that exactly. stuff. Exactly. And exactly. that was great. The attitude with oh, Lando like, and Hans' yes, character. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yeah, building off of the solo, solo movie, which I have a greater appreciation right? watching this one for because the dynamic in Solo is so cool to see between the two of them, all, especially because how you find he gets the Falcon yes. and the character that Lando is. He's kind of a, not a swindler, but he's a gambler. Yeah. It takes chances. He cares much about himself. And you see that in oh, you do. Empire when it's he kind great. of he goes to save himself and his right. people as opposed to the friend. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, he comes, he, but yeah. then he comes around. But then he comes around. But Chewie was ready to choke him out. <laughs> and Leia was like all for it. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to watch as your eyes pop I'm out. I'm surprised they even let him on the Falcon to go home. They I, probably, I'm, I would have been like, yeah, leave your ass here. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And it's, it, I have to say, it does add. After seeing Solo, because you see how Han wins everything, you know, wins the Falcon, the Kessel Run and everything. So yeah. you know what they've been through. They haven't seen each other since then. So that's why it is a cool moment when they finally see each other all these years later. Right. So and he gives really him, he's like, that. I won that fair and square. And you know exactly how, <laughs> how I won did it now, which you didn't know in the past. Yeah, it's it, so it adds good. to it. It's a good film. I, I, I recommend people check it out because I know it, it bombed at the box office. Yeah, but. surprisingly so. Yeah, because It's a good one. One part that I absolutely love. And of course, I mean... We could praise John Williams every time we do one of these podcasts about these films, but the score, particularly in Empire, is one of my favorites because you have that Boba Fett theme and 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 the asteroid scene. 
that music. And it's all, you know, so much new stuff, right? You've got to, yeah. It's it even gives me chills every right? time I hear it, even doing it that way too. It's just oh god, it is so. Epic. It's one of my favorites out of oh, the whole series of music. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful piece of music, and the, the the scenes. You know, this script really made it feel like a space opera. You know, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, because it is a space opera. The whole saga, but this one in particular, just it elevates it because you could tell that the subject matter, the writers really took it seriously. And that's that's what's so great about it. Even the comedy, everything fits very well. Yeah, it's not too much. No. The pacing, like I said before, was really well done. You yeah. get not to we were laughing about uh how Vader has um, <laughs> no chill. Yeah, he is he is not the type of boss you'd want to work for. <laughs> he kills, I think, three different he kills a captain and, admiral. and a and general, I, I think. Oh yeah, okay. Or maybe I think maybe two admirals. Yeah, yo, he says Captain Nita, and then he uh, was it Piet? Because he promotes one guy and then yeah. murders him. <laughs> he's that one scene where he's like flies. talking through the video, and one guy's getting like <laughs> the information, choked. and the other guy's getting choked out on the left, and he's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about him. <laughs> Let's stick to what we're talking about. Let's move forward." Here. Yeah, he's like, uh, uh. "That was great," and the acting was so good the way they did that, and then even at the end. They, he's like, you disabled the hyperdrive. Yeah, yeah, we got it. My guys got it. And yeah. then they fix it. <laughs> and you just have that moment of like everybody in the, oh boy, <laughs> he's getting choked. Yeah. Who's going to get it? Who's getting the job? Oh, it's brutal. He, yeah. It's, he, he, we were laughing about the eyes, especially because it's you don't even think funnier than I remember. But you know what? It's, it's funny, but it's also really dark. Obviously. Well, that's why it shouldn't be funny. It's because, like dark humor. Yeah. To uh, like, the 10th. Degree, yeah. you know, like another one's dropping. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's very no very, one's left. Very dark. He's gonna have no one left in his because uh, it's it's ranks. only like you get one shot, you get one screw up, and you're out. That's it, and then I replace you. But one thing I did find that was very interesting in Vader's character was when we have that new scene uh, with the Emperor. So it, it was it's the same dialogue, but uh, George had. The hologram change. Ian McDermott, the yeah, uh, reprised the role and he delivered the lines with the makeup and everything, which I thought I thought that was a, a very good addition because you did the previous person. Well, I quote Emperor. You know, it's weird. It, it actually looks nothing like how he looks in Jedi because you could tell they didn't really know where they were going to go with it yet. And in this scene, he says, "You know, Skywalker must not become a Jedi." And then Vader says, "But if he can be turned." And I went, wow, immediately, immediately, his son is his weak spot. Because otherwise he said, yeah, you're right, I'm going to kill him. But no, he's going to try him, try and have him turned. Right, and we find out later before he does actually cut off his hand. And that's another good point to bring up about the battle between Vader and Luke. Because it starts off, as you said, he's using one hand to fight Luke. Oh, he's toying like with he's him. Toying with oh, him, right? completely. The second part. He's testing him he's out. He's tossing stuff at him with the force. And yeah. Luke is totally unprepared. And then that third scene, he oh, appears. That's it. And he, yeah, two hands. He's a force to be reckoned with. Right. He's, you're Destroy. not joining me. I'm killing you. That's or I'm going to make sure you know you're losing. Yeah, yeah, right. You're maimed. I'm going to break you down now. Right. And he Literally. does to a point of put him in the corner and explains to him, it's like, Either join me or this is not going to go well for you. Like, we can destroy the Emperor. You can rule with See, me. I love that. That's what I want. He says the same thing that he told Padme. He goes, and you and I can rule the galaxy. See, 
it's it's crazy. Like, I wonder, what does he want? What does Vader want? It looks like Vader wants exactly what he wanted at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. He still, still wants to rule. But in a sense of maybe there's something good where he believes he can rule and it'll be a better world as a well, result. Oh, yeah. He's totally... You know, he's, it's delusion. Yeah, it's that and twisted Kylo Ren dark the same side. way. Yeah, but I love that about yeah. the carryover of the character. Oh, me too. We get it in Revenge of the Sith. And we still get it still get in empire. this moment where he's like, I want the emperor out. I know he's a bad guy. He says, well, that's the thing. We don't know. I think he says that, but I don't think he would have the guts to do it. Not without somebody backing him. Exactly. Right. He can do it alone because he knows that the emperor has been there and has been the only person, but the natural progression of the Sith yep. and that thing is the master and apprentice. And Right. It doesn't really and, go well for the masters most times no. eventually. And that's why Palpatine wants Luke as a new apprentice. Well, I think that's the... Well, because you go back to the hologram moment with uh, Palpatine and Vader, and he does show interest in that oh, response. Absolutely. It's he's not like, like, oh. like he's like, eh, he's like, yes. He's like, yeah, yes. good call, Vader. <laughs> you get a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Gold star for you today. I'll put it on the board. And then he's, he's like, yeah, why not? I have... And because if you remember, what does Palp- Palpatine in, I think it's Revenge of the Sith, he told, I forgot who he's talking to. I think he's talking to Grievous and he's saying, soon I will have an apprentice that is far younger. And he's talking and about yes. him. That's you know absolutely I mean? right. So he's constantly trying to replace. Dooku was old, and what does he tell Anakin? Kill him. So now, yeah. great. Now I have a brand new, fresh apprentice. So if he just keeps renewing these apprentices, right? And Han even says that no one's going to kill Ren, him. too about Snoke. That like Snoke's just using you, yeah, and you know it. Yep, it's the same thing. Well, that's why I believe Snoke is Palpatine. But we're going to get into yeah, that. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll that's, see. Soon. That's going to be a moment that we'll have to find out. I'm eager to see what the result is of. Of Snoke, if he is in fact a Palpatine possessed version or something to that extent. Yeah, I would hope so. I really do because it really does fit the whole trajectory. It does drive it home because Palpatine's natural character is to find the strong apprentice who he. I, to me, this is a question for you. Then, as a result, do you think he had that in Darth Maul and was surprised to lose it? Oh yeah, I don't think he he intended on Maul dying. I think he was so confident that he was going to win. Yeah, because in the scene uh, in Phantom Menace, it doesn't strike me like he was looking for someone to replace him. No, not until in that Moth goes, uh, Maul goes down. Yeah, and now Anakin's like, "Hey, wait a second. Oh yeah, definitely. I notice you now. Yeah, well, we'll look at your career with great interest. Yeah, right. Yeah, because now he's like, "Damn, I just I'm taking lost interviews." Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. So ultimately, for us, Empire Strikes Back was good. You love it more than I think I do. My progression yeah, well, of Empire doesn't sit at the top of the pillar for me. I know, I know. And same for me, and I know that's going to make some people freak. Revenge of the Sith is still my favorite. Phantom for me. Phantom for you. And which I, I have I to never say, thought I would say. Rewatching Phantom, uh, I, it's still up there for me. I, I still want to see the rest of the movies first before I make my full rank. But Revenge is still, I could confidently say, number one. I love that film. All flaws and all, you know, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. You know? And Empire has its elements too, but I think Empire's flaws show are just from the age that make yeah. it weak in certain elements for me. Not the story by any means. No, yeah, I think not the at all. The story itself drives such a great character development. It drives 
the progression of the characters, the progression right. of the world. We learn new things. We meet new people. It's a perfect sequel. Yeah. Builds Luke's conflict and the end. You know, you really well, see the struggle. What does he do? See, this is what I was telling you too in regards to Last Jedi. He does not complete his training. He leaves Obi-Wan, and I'm sorry, Yoda, and they're stressing to him. You cannot, this is going to hurt you in the long run. Right, and you got to make the tough decision here. Yes. They're using this to pull you out. And basically, what is he, how, he doesn't help at all when he gets there. No. Because they get out on their own. Yeah, right, Han still gets killed. They yep. use well, them as bait while in, in frozen in carbonate, which right. was <laughs> what we didn't notice. The first attempt. Yes. They had never done it. It was carbon freezing. Right. And they thought he might die in order to trap Luke in it. Right. And by the time Mandalorian comes around, they have an express unit right. that's we've, in every ship. <laughs> we've done. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. The old iPhone to the new iPhone. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah, a little bit of a strange evolution in that regard. But going back to that point, Luke doesn't complete his training. He doesn't aid his friends in any way because Leia, Lando, C-3PO, and Chewie end up leaving. They don't end up saving Han. He gets captured by Boba Fett. Right, and she warns him that it's a trap. Yes, and he still goes. So really, he ends up getting his hand chopped off, and he's not strong enough to face Vader, and Vader breaks him, especially by revealing the big news that I'm your father, which makes it look like Obi-Wan well, obviously did, and Yoda lied to him. And in comparison to the Luke moment where he feels like he's being betrayed, you get a lot of that in the dream sequence compared to Anakin's dream sequence, where he's having this vision of people he cares about suffering and in pain, the same way Anakin gets the vision of his mother and Padme in pain. In pain right? And he reacts straight off of the emotion, yeah. where Yoda is trying to walk him off the ledge. He goes, you got to stay balanced. We're talking it, Luke here. Right, because yeah. in that moment when he's training, it drops him to the ground and he goes, you have to you gotta <laughs> stay with it. Yeah, you got to stay focused. <laughs> like, stay level. And it's sort of the same thing with Anakin. Padme's trying to talk Anakin off the ledge. Yeah, totally. And she goes, it's just a dream. You know, you can't. And he's so convinced. I'm not going to let this one be a reality. And essentially, it is what turns him along with his mother's death. Right, and well, even Yoda tells him that he tells him that the future is difficult to see because it's always in motion. It's a so great you, moment. Yeah. So you can't react right away. You know, it's it's all about being patient and right. wise and exactly. seeing both sides. It, it's uh, beautiful. Yoda oh. is the wise master in this more it's than beautiful. I think any of the other ones. Oh, sure. Well, it's funny because he is much wiser. I mean, now we know oh, why. Good he's, point. Yeah. yeah. He is the oldest besides you know in return of the jedi and also he's been clouded by sidious when we see him in the prequels so now he's far removed from it i'm sure he's come to terms with the, the mistakes that the jedi has made right we also don't know if sidious still knows he exists at this point right that's a good point They're assuming the jedi's jedi have completely been wiped out well maybe maybe palpatine thinks that he kills him at the end of revenge of the sith when he falls maybe he thinks he kills him yeah, or leaves him to die. It doesn't seem to bother him. Either way, he no, knows Order 66 has taken place. He's cackling right. at the end I've of that I've got a whole scene. army coming after the Jedi. There's no <sighs> way Yoda got away out of this place. I agree. I think Palpatine has overlooked the fact that Yoda still exists. Yeah, no, it's true. Because he only senses Luke. He doesn't bring up Yoda as the training. Right. Neither does Vader. He says, Obi-Wan trained you well. Right. So he doesn't, he doesn't think doesn't that Yoda, Yoda exists. You're right. So Yoda, maybe Yoda has 
closed himself off from the force like the way Luke has. Right, hidden on Dagobah. Yeah. You know, like he's an ice. Which is a total shithole. <laughs> but completely built. Set. Oh, what a set. Built, so what a freaking set. Hell of an achievement. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> we were cracking up because there were moments where we like, you see a snake here and a snake there and. It's only for like two seconds in the shot, and you're like, that's probably the same snake. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, like more air time than some of the other guys. <laughs> it's so true. But, uh, it, it's it's still an awesome film, and I'm, I'm excited to watch Return of the Jedi because, believe it or not, that's my least favorite out of the original trilogy, only because of the second half. I love the opening. Everything with Jabba is perfection, and, well, except for the new edits with the new singing scene yeah yeah and obviously the end when him and bat him and uh luke and vader when luke and vader finally fight it out at the end you you appreciate it at that point yeah i love right and see that's what's hard for me we were talking about which film sort of ends it better and there's certain moments in empire where i'm like this is the greatest one greatest battle but then i do i really love luke's character in return of the jedi oh because he's a He's, he's a jedi now yeah and for, it's, it's for the me, return. that's what I wanted so bad from him in Empire. Where it's well, he's like, not I there need, yet. Right. And it's a progression. I can appreciate the progression, and it shows the challenge of becoming a Jedi. Yes. It takes time and, and patience. It's a couple of years after. Exactly what Yoda preaches. Well, that's why, for me, Return of the Jedi is such a cool moment, because now he's going with no fear. No fear. He comes to face Jabba. Yep. Even standing in front of him, he's like, you know. Oh, oh whatever, whatever you got. I can't wait to watch that scene because everything about uh, the whole Tatooine Jabba stuff is just awesome, especially, especially seeing Phantom Menace where Jabba is there, you know, right. during How the many whole years have gone by now that that little boy son comes actually to meet him. It comes to meet him. Right. And, he watched his daddy's race and, and that little boy's daughter will kill him. Mm, good point. It's Very so good point. cool, you know. It's how it's like the galaxy is so huge, but it's small, you know. Like they say, small world. Like everyone. Yeah, it's in the background as Jabba is in the whole series. He is yeah. a very main character in right. a lot of elements because he plays so much into the Skywalker yeah. level of the universe, and he's mentioned constantly. I didn't realize even in Empire, and obviously in in A New Hope. I'm not a huge fan of that scene. We talked about it already. When they change and update Jabba to sort yeah, of the CGI a version yeah. and bring him in, yeah, yeah. But still, uh, I'm excited to watch the next that next opening scene. But Empire, two big thumbs up. Still, I think it's a great film. Incredible score. It's, in my opinion, it's uh, the direction Star Wars needed to go. You know, in terms of the original trilogy, totally earns the title of of one of the best oh, in, in the series and without a doubt. true Star Wars movie. Yeah, and just because you know Mike may not think or I think it's like the greatest one doesn't mean you know it's not. It's just no, that totally our opinions. Everybody just, has them. Certain things resonate with certain people in different ways. You know, and different ages. Right? We saw this movie at a very different age than some of the people who saw this in, in 1980. You know, right. Yeah. So. We talk, we absolutely get that and we can appreciate it, but this is our perspective. Right. But that's the beauty of these films is that there's something for everybody. And that's yeah, what so I we love hope you enjoy it. kind of sitting <laughs> along and getting our perspective and yeah. kind of it brings you to a place where you can reminisce about your moments and sure. what you think of them. Yeah. I mean, and feel free if you're on the, the YouTube channel listening, uh, 
you know, write some of your memories in the comments or some of your favorite scenes. Yeah, we love to interact. We love to hear it. So it, it excites us to see the passion because we have it. Oh, yeah. Well. We love this stuff. We love this stuff. So, okay, guys, I guess that's it. Anything else you want to say, Mike? I love Star Wars. <laughs> okay, guys. All right, we'll catch you guys next time. And may the force be with you.